the Eagle Nation Waffle Wrap. The Waffle Wrap, the Eagles have their first ever game in the Waffle against Perth Demons down at Laugh Lane Park, which is called Mineral Resources Park or something like that now. Um, I had it written down, I can't find where it is, but the uh, Eagles went down by 46 points. Uh, Perth Demons 16 13, 109 to West Coast, 9 goals, 9 63. Their goal kickers for Perth were Benelin Edmonds before, <coughs> sorry, and West Coast uh, Waterman had 5. Yeah, their game was at Mineral Resources Park. I just found where it is on my run sheet, so sorry about that, guys. Um, Eagles, let, let's talk about the Eagles first before we have a bit of a talk about Perth, because we did play them. Uh, Ainsworth was the leading one with 25, Archie 22, McGuinness and Smith had 20, uh, Brooksby had 47 hitouts, but didn't do much else-wise, really. Like uh, we said off air, Waterman kicked five, but didn't really do much else, did he? Well, that's the thing. He was one kicking goals, but didn't really yeah. impose himself as much as I would have liked from what I saw. The, looking at the game, no one pushed for selection. Ainsworth got a bit of the ball made in the first, but he was very ineffective. He didn't have much result on the game at all. Uh, Archie, I didn't even realise he had that many disposals. Um, Jake Warman, yeah, you, you look at that five goals, that's amazing. But he didn't seem very impressive. He wasn't running up the ground, taking great marks. A few were, like, over the top. It just... It was an impressive game by the reserves, to be blunt. And I didn't look at that and go, wow, this player is going to come back, which is really sad considering... I've been saying Venables needs to go back, and I think he's... I stand by that. But I want him to use it like she did as a learning experience yeah, let, and get into man. some form. Because his form was similar to, like what it was in the seniors Eagles team it was just a few possessions flashes of brilliance by all players Jeremy Cameron did a couple beautiful things but it was enough uh, even McGuinness it was a great third quarter but he got all his stats in a great patch in the third quarter and you know on paper everyone was looking at it and said Eagles were going to win because they had 19 AFL listed players or ex-players um, Perth only had two or three ex-Perth players and they were Clint Jones he had 29 possessions and a goal and Brant College ex-Eagles 25 uh, possessions 10 tackles um, but <laughs> they looked a lot quicker uh, Corey Yeo Elliot Yeo's brother he's a captain he, he did pretty good and they got a young guy that I wanted to um, get on our rookie list, I think, two years ago. It was Cody Leggett. He had 15 possessions, nine tackles, and five inside 50s. So they were the best players for Perth. And they really um, took him to the sword there in the middle. But it was probably only late in the game that they won it, really, because the Eagles were hanging in there, and then they just kicked away. Oh, when um, McGuinness was having that great patch in the third, we... Uh Drew it right back, you know. There was a goal in it, you know, at one stage. But the last quarter, they just blew it away. And, and Smith, you missed that easy one from, uh, you know, a couple of metres out. That, that's what I mean. We, we wasn't a very... <laughs> Nothing present. went our way. It, it, it was reminiscent of kind of the Brisbane game, you know. Yeah, we won the first quarter, but really it was the Brisbane's game, basically. And it was very reminiscent of that. Um, I think we just see how we go against Peel this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a great, great, great opener for the Derby. Oval, and uh, it's broadcast on TV. I hope Kurt, they do that a lot. Cause Kurt and Razor? I'll tell you what. You'll get a lot of people whinging about that because we're on TV a lot. They, they were, but that's what I was about to say. They whinged about the Eagles coming in. I think they they would be celebrating we lost the first game Yeah. because it shows, hey, we're not going to be this dominant force. And it's bringing people to the Waffle and tensions to the wall. I'm looking forward to watching the Waffle on TV now. Well, I wasn't really like that before. I, I watched it just to see how the guys like Brady Gray went, um, Fisher. 
Andrew Fisher. He did pretty good. I thought he was, for his first wobble game, he's played a lot of amateurs. I thought he did really good. But it doesn't. That, I watch it for the exact same reason you just said there's because I like to see the plays. But it doesn't matter why you're watching it because they get the numbers watching it. Then all of a sudden the numbers spike. Then they get more for the advertising during yeah. those games. It's a chain reaction. It could breathe new life into the and waffle. It could, and it's going to benefit the waffle. And the waffle heads see it. They, they might see it, but you never know. You'll always have your windows and your knockers. Um, we're not going to have an injury report this week because there's very minimal injuries at the Eagles. So we'll put this on the back end of the waffle wrap. As uh, Hamish Brayshaw, he seems to have... Bit, bit injury prone this kid he's one of my favourites I hope he can get right because he's had a glute he's got a test so I hope he can get right because I want to see this kid because I reckon he's going to be great it's almost what we missed on the a bit of grunt in that midfield on yeah. the weekend um, you got Liam Duggan with a knee um, he should be back straight in this week Nick Natnui, as we were just talking, off-air knee, but it could be back in a couple of weeks. I don't like to get... Through the waffle. That's it. I don't like to get people's hopes up, but there is the rumour mill circling, and they're saying only three weeks away. Not not for the seniors, obviously. No, this is Limited time in the waffle. And if you really think about it, they're saying round eight. That kind of does actually make sense. Let's say one or two games with limited minutes then in the seniors. So it would be round eight. And but it's as, amazing just to think he'll be playing football in three weeks. And as Wayne said, um, one of, from one of his sources, and I've heard from a source as well, that he will be, and a lot of teams are going this way, they're doing their midfield at the centre bounces, and then they bring in another midfield. So at the centre bounces for that main break, they're bringing in the bigger body ones, and Nick will be in there, but he won't be rucking. He'll be in there to clearance wise. Yeah, I don't know about that, because if you go down that path, you've almost got to play three rucks, and a lot of teams don't even play two. Yeah, but they'll be playing him as a forward and pinch hitting as oh, right. No, I, I realise that, the, the, too the, tall. The one thing that'll happen with that is maybe Oscar might have to make way. Yeah, see, I don't like that. Or Will Vardy, and they use Oscar as a pinch hitter. Is it something to I've think made, about uh, anyway? Yeah, I've, I've, I've a, made my opinion clear on the Vardy issue. Massive fan, <laughs> but again on the weekend, he only had five disposals. Again, no goals. Yeah. He hasn't kicked a goal this year. Good conundrum to have anyway. Um, and will Willie Rioli come through the waffle? Uh, I think you'll have to. I yeah. think it may be limited minutes like Jamie Cripps so, did. Like you said. I think Nick, we said off air, and actually, it was actually you made the comment, I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Nat is back before Willie Rioli. Well, they may, both might make their AFL uh, appearances in the same round in round eight. Wouldn't that be exciting? Well, thanks for listening to the Waffle Wrap, guys. It wasn't much of it. We'll try and do a more intensive one um, next week um, when we did a review of the Peel game that's um, coming on as a curtain raiser. Uh, stay tuned now for Bounce Sound.